welcome back. The complexity of arguments and like more than any other form of media, like he allows his guests to really try to so. <laughs> like it just like iced coffee is just iced coffee. And then you realize it's not, and then you're like, holy shit. And <laughs> Welcome back to the Isaac and Emily versus the World podcast. And we are live, but not actually live. Welcome back to the Isaac and Emily versus the World podcast. This is episode three, October 29th, 2018. What's up, lymphomies? And all you other supportive homies. So... Today's topic, we're just going to jump right into it because it's a more serious uh, more serious topic than the other episodes that we've done so far. And then also, I just figured since this is more like a special case with these ones, we'll just cut right to the right to the juice of the topic. Um, so yeah, the, you can intro and preface all this. Um, yeah, I just wanted to have um, a podcast, like a single podcast that people could go to where Hopefully I successfully like go through, I thought I'd go like maybe like month by month because like I said in other videos, whatever, that I didn't get to document as much as I wanted to, but I did and I just kind of wanted to go through and tell the story the best way that I can in this moment and for other people that just got diagnosed or um, are going through treatment or or went through it, whatever. Um, I just want to have a be able to have a podcast for people to listen to and relate, whatever. Yeah, definitely. So getting to one of the major reasons why you wanted to do this. Right. So just jumping into it, um, starting in May of 2017, um, I woke up and just immediately felt like I slept on my neck wrong um, and it was really sore. But while getting ready for work, I didn't really like notice anything. And it wasn't until I was at work and um, like in the middle of my shift or whatever and walking past a mirror and I noticed that it was large and I started feeling it and it was kind of alarming. And just a side note with that, in 10th grade of high school, I got mono and with that, both sides of my neck, I had lymph nodes that got swollen and the left side went completely down and the right side, all of it went down except for like one that I, um, that definitely went down, but I could still feel, and then nothing really came out of it. I, I was over mono by the time I went, even went to the doctor, so never really thought anything of it. So going into this, I noticed a major difference along with the pain, and then it wasn't until at the end of May, and then right before a trip coming out to California to look for apartments, that I finally went to a primary care physician. Um, and just trying to keep it short, um, my family or like more so like my mom and even sister are more like the Shots nature, fired, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> more of the naturopathic <laughs> leave, type. Leave the and out of the comments. Yeah. And, uh, more into that stuff. And what I mean by that stuff is just like, um, vitamins and more natural remedies compared to thinking of first going to the primary care doctor you know or for holistic methods yeah couldn't really say like that it was cancer i felt like i really got talked over if i tried to bring it up or tried to like handle that whatever but yeah so whenever i went to the primary care doctor um and this is in may of 2017 <laughs> yeah still yeah. may 20 yeah may yeah. 2017 we rolled out mono um like i said which i had before and then i ended up taking the antibiotics uh, for 10 days, um, 
just because we sh- uh, still weren't sh- still was not sure what it was end up taking it through our trip to california i remember not really doing anything didn't feel a difference and was like pretty disappointed in that. yeah i don't think at that point it was still like your neck was fluctuating so much but that definitely that medication definitely did not like drastically make a difference or anything for sure yeah um june i don't really have too much I do remember it getting, like, bigger and smaller. Sometimes it was the top part of my neck. Sometimes it was more towards the bottom. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, in June, um, probably don't have much because we were getting ready to move. But For sure. personally, I remember it just, that was the month that it began to really start to, like, fluctuate drastically. Beforehand, yeah. it was, like, much more, much minor, much less uh, swollen. And then after June, it just started, like, going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so then July, I eventually getting in touch with an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Um, and that was kind of nerve-wracking. Uh, he didn't really have very good personal skills. That's the right way to put it. Yeah, he, he just really didn't good do a vibe. good job of explaining, I think, the what he was thinking and, like, what he was going to do about things. Because, like, even with the needle biopsy, he just had said, like... We're just going to do a needle biopsy. And then after that, there was no explanation of like, okay, what, like, what is step B? Yeah. Until, <laughs> until he brought up, um, like the biopsy that I ended up getting later. In yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which at that time my mom was like, no. And which was what, which, which was brought up the first time I saw him and my mom, and my mom was like, no. And then the second time I saw him, I ended up getting the needle biopsy here in July. And I remember my mom being upset about that. It was like, if I went, I wouldn't have let him. And all that. Wait, what? Remember, it the, was just me and you during the, the needle biopsy at the ear, nose, and throat doctor before we left. Mm-hmm. And it was just you and I. And my mom was upset that I got the oh, needle biopsy. Okay, but yeah, yeah. we were kind of talked into it. I thought that's what I, mean, I needed there, to like do. Like I said, that doctor didn't explain like anything. And then it was just kind of like, okay, well, this is your option. Like, yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's cool. But I did not know that needle biopsy was like um, going to happen. Like that appointment. No. Um, Definitely not. And then it was pretty much depending on the results, they will do more about uh, a CAT scan, and then depending on that, we'll go in and see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, very scary. But my mom was like, "Hell no." Yeah, the doctor's office was the middle of nowhere, very hard to find. Yeah. Um, so then, at the end of July, still going through with everything. I mean, we didn't sign a lease. Like again in Pittsburgh, we got the apartment in California. We. We're coming out here. Yeah. It, it, by June, everything was already set in stone, and we were just packing everything up that we had. And for what it's worth, like, we had, like, we described in the other podcast, like, we just, we felt like this is what we were supposed to do. And I can now say in hindsight, I would have rather gone to this experience out here 100%. for gazillion reasons. But yeah, moved out here July 22nd through the 25th, and I remember literally the night before, we left on Saturday morning, so on Friday, Friday night, we were getting some things at Giant Eagle, and um, I got the call, and it was a doctor telling me, I mean, like, he couldn't say that it was cancer because of the type of biopsy, but he said that he believed it was cancer and that, that it did say they were atypical cells, so mm-hmm. that was difficult to handle. Do you... You said we were in Giant Eagle. Do you have that written down, or you just remember that off your memory? I remember that. Okay. I was just curious. Because we were literally checking out, and I stepped off to the side to get the phone mm-hmm. call. Okay. And then you just got the groceries and looked at me, and it was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I remember the call. I don't remember being in Giant Eagle at the time. 
but yeah moving on to august um uh still working at the time um i found a chiropractor like i said just with the environment um finding like regular doctor however you want to take that wasn't like first choice like they um and i don't want to discredit anything It, it very much helped me with the pain and Oh, something I definitely wanted to bring up was, like I said, solid chiropractor helped me with the pain in my neck, especially. Yeah, and I think that also just speaks to how important it is to get a second opinion. Um, yeah. Even when it comes to like, and just multiple different things, types of therapy. I mean, I don't want to use that type of word, but like. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, don't. I mean, I obviously couldn't rely on the chiropractor, but it did help me with the pain. Like I can't deny that. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't going to be a treatment or a cure for any of it. Yeah. At all. And then just a note, like, um, one thing that was pretty heavy, um, my chiropractor, I remember, like, the last appointment was the week before we, the week that we left, um, you know, one last whatever, and him telling me that, like, you know, it's not cancer, it's not cancer, you're fine, like, I've known you since you were a baby, you've always been a healthy one, like, and just the one sentence or one phrase or whatever, like, if you have cancer, then, like, we're all fucked, like, <laughs> oh, shit. And obviously, meant all positive things, and I get that. So that I, I took it that way, but you know, obviously, in hindsight, that's <laughs> really fucking hard to deal. Yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'll never forget like being in the room when he said that, and then looking back on it now, it's just like, oh shit. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, finally, chiropractor was helping with the pain. Was definitely getting worse at this point, um, and then I and she ended up that chiropractor ended up helping me find my oncologist because they knew each other. And my first appointment with her, I would say went well. She said that it didn't seem like cancer because my lymph nodes were waxing weaving and they were tender. Mm-hmm. So which like just meaning that they were fluctuating. Yeah. Which was very forth. confusing. Like every day, different times of day, I was just having a different experience. It's, it was very, even more so why it's so hard to say, like, how you're doing. Like, even that was so hard to explain because it was so up and down. Yeah. And we, we weren't able to tell if it was, like, exercise was helping it or making it worse. Or, For sure, yeah. Like, I remember trying to calculate, like, when it when the swelling went up. Like, okay, what did you do in the past 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, um, rolling into September, um, towards the end, I ended up quitting work because, I mean, I worked in the... Um, in the stock room and I was like like close with the manager and was there like earlier than a lot of people and worked longer hours and helped with a lot of the heavy lifting I got the furniture off the truck Mm -hmm. and because I'm just stubborn and didn't like want to say no and I you know felt I don't know I I mean it was a stock job but I was like happy with the little bit upper spot if that makes any sense to you and I just especially just coming in there a month prior I mean and then they were talking about you being me being a manager and then I thought you were gonna join and we had this whole thing, you know, <clears throat> yeah. of our next hustle and it just um so oh sorry. What I was going with that is it my my neck was getting worse and it started to get really scary and it was getting to the point where I was like picking up boxes and moving them and whatever and I thought it was gonna burst and not even as an exaggeration, like something very traumatic <laughs> that a feeling I can still kind of feel when I think about it. And, um, it was getting more, more red and like, I was getting nervous cause obviously like, you know, hot and working and whatever. I wanted to pull my hair back, but it was getting so embarrassing. I didn't want to wear like a turtleneck. <laughs> I didn't even know I had one, you know? 
And actually through that, my chiropractor gave me or showed me the results before I talked to my oncologist. And it showed that I had a, a actual mass on my neck. So um, we were thinking this whole time that it was hard lymph nodes and different lymph nodes mm-hmm. moving and fluctuating. And I mean, I kind of felt like it was something more, but I mean, obviously I'm just at that point you try to tell yourself not to overthink and that's what everybody was doing, you know? Yeah. And then that confirmed um, that it was something tough. Yeah. So that confirmed. And then the, um, what's the M word? Malignancy. Yeah. And that was on, and then I like pretty much further investigation. Um, so then we were back to square one. <laughs> yeah. E. Felt like it. And then went back to the <laughs> oncologist again. And so, like I said before, sounds like it's not cancer. I'm calling my parents feeling good ish you know and then coming back after the uh ct scan and then she said that it sounds like hodgkin's lymphoma and this is the oncologist that you're saying said that not the um the yeah th- this was just the ct scan where okay. we found out there was a mass now she now she's saying it sounds like hodgkin's lymphoma now that we know that a mass is going on and i think like any of my symptoms were even more rapidly getting more serious so I, I think it was still waxing and weaning, but it was larger. It was harder mm-hmm. at this point, you know? Yeah. And this is still in September, so that would be yep. three months. I think it's like September going into like October. Because so October is when I meet the ear, nose, and throat doctor. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, so my oncologist said it sounds like Hodgkin's lymphoma, but as an oncologist, she treats cancer patients she needed to know that it was cancer so she um showed me a ear nose and throat doctor luckily in the same building made it easier um but i met with him to see if we could roll some things out but i just had like some notes down like top lymph node has stayed small but now bottom mass like fluctuates and is like very hard <laughs> um, <laughs> don't you have a bunch of stuff right in there up until this point yeah, like it's like starting now. Oh, That's starting why. now. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so the ear, nose, and throat doctor. I mean, I long. I also got blood tests done at my oncologist, but with my ear, nose, and throat doctor, got more um blood, re- more blood tests. Results came back fine. Um, I even got like tubes shoved up my nose. Please leave in the comments. Let <laughs> me know if you went through that. It was very traumatic. Um, yeah, but to check for other tumors, that. but it, they had like, you know, cameras on them, obviously. And it was different to see the footage, um, but that was an experience. Yeah. And they sprayed that stuff in your nose. The yeah. That tasted, that felt, I don't even know, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got to the point where, okay, I needed to get the biopsy where they like actually cut me open and get a part of it and see what's going on. The thing that my... I don't know, I want to say parents, I guess, but mom, like, di- really didn't want me to do, and that was... You're saying the biopsy itself. Like, opening me up, yeah. you know? Cause yeah, because the they had the was that once it was opened up, it was just going to keep spreading. That would cause it to spread, and then I end up asking my doctor, and it's more of, like, that has happened, but it's more, like, convenience of time, not yeah, causation. Yeah, it's like coincidental. Right, yeah. which was... Maybe feel better, but you know it's still like still a thought, still overwhelming, still you know yeah. out there. I mean, we definitely learned just how there's such a misconception with chemotherapy and cancer, just based on what you see in TV, Hollywood, what you hear, stories you hear from people. Right. Even just the time differences, like chemotherapy has changed so much since ten years ago compared to now. Yeah. 
but yeah, definitely get get multiple opinions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, we had to go through um, with the biopsy, and like I said, that was like really difficult. Like on one hand, because I felt like I had to. It's like if this is the one thing I got to do to figure out some answers, like you know, I got to yeah. do it. Like I mean, there wasn't uh, the fact that uh, your blood test, every other test was coming back normal. You're otherwise extremely healthy. Uh, it just nothing else was making sense, and you're pretty much like this is your only choice now. Yeah. Um. And your swelling and tumor was just getting bigger. Yeah, and it was, like, getting, like, really scary. So I ended up having the biopsy surgery on November 30th, 2017. And I just have, like, the notes in here, like, next day, December 1st, feel fine. December 2nd, mild (laughs) neck shoulder pain, yoga helps. Um, December 3rd, neck and shoulder pain. So at this point, I could still, like, turn my head, which I end up, like, not being able to do. Um but yeah, de- December 4th, headache, shoulder pain, neck pain, took Tylenol. Um, December 5th, headache, neck pain, yada, yada. So rolling uh, into December, um, reaching back with my oncologist. She also, before I meet with her again, um, talking over my diagnosis, she wants me to get a PET scan. So we just want to... F- um, figure out where it is in my body because when i met with my ear nose and throat doctor after the biopsy um he told me that i had anaplastic large cell lymphoma aok positive it's like not it's a rare form of non-hodgkins he pretty much was like i'm hands off like this is on the oncologist now like i I don't want to get too much into it but this is pretty serious i like mentioned how i was pretty scared to do chemo because like i said with the influence of everyone back home mm-hmm. um, so just like briefly recapping this as well yeah uh the diagnosis from the internet as the third doctor was what date um or even if you have just an estimate i mean the biopsy was on the 30th and then there was like a few days of okay so may is when you wake up with the weird feeling in your neck that's that yeah <laughs> then what seven seven months later yeah so, yeah, that was a long seven months of just not knowing what it was. Yeah, for and sure. And then we finally get the diagnosis. And uh, and I, like... First, you get it from the internet. Throw a doctor. And then, so... We go to him. And he's And, yeah, like, and he's just pretty, like, like I was saying, like, pretty much hands off. And I just... Just another point where I got my answer, but then, like, I can't ask questions. Or not that I really knew what to ask, but, like, he just said how it was pretty much up to the oncologist. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. I'm going to her now. Now that's my doctor. Like it's, yeah. this isn't his department and that this was just pretty serious. And I mentioned how I didn't want to, I possibly didn't want to do chemo or I was scared because about the like, influence back home, like I said, and he was just pretty much, or like literally said, like <laughs> it's between life or death. And yeah. that was, that was a hard moment. Yeah. No, I, I remember him walking into the room saying, unfortunately I have bad news for you guys. Right. And then, he just got right to the point, and then whenever uh, we were, like, wanting to ask questions, he just kind of said, like, well, I'll just leave it for the oncologist because she'll know more than I do, and that's her expertise. So, yeah, on the surgery, I got November 30th, and then December 6th, I got my stitches out. Um, so, PSX weekend, um, the 9th, 10th, and 11th of December. Um, this was so exciting, especially coming from the East Coast. Never thought this would be an opportunity, let alone me even more so getting into more video games and yeah. opening up to that world, you know. 
for those of you who don't know, PlayStation Experience, just a giant right. PlayStation conference where they show games. Um, there's like a bunch of like different community events. You can see a bunch of indie games. They had a bunch of first parties there. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I just like this was a very vital period because from getting the diagnosis ish. Um, from the ear, nose, and throat doctor, at least getting the name, to the appointment with my doctor that's not until the 11th of December was so hard and so dark and confusing and um, just PSX. Like, I just, I'm just so thankful, so thankful that we went. And before I get into that, do you have any thoughts on that time period? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree that it, that was one of the hardest time periods. Uh, Post getting the diagnosis, but not having any answers, but knowing that you have cancer, not and knowing like the what pressure that even of means. like not like shouldn't be getting chemo, let alone the scare of chemo, but feeling that that's probably going to be your only option. Cancer is a heavy word. Yeah, um, and just going through the, the swelling was only getting worse. I mean, it was still pain. fluctuating, but overall, Ish. it was still just getting worse. Yeah, uh, sleeping. We were we were both getting very little sleep. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, yeah, it was just... I listened to a lot of Triple X during that time period. <laughs> yeah. A lot of music helped. Um, also, I, I didn't know whenever, like, my stock job that it was, like, 3 to 4 in the morning to, like, question mark whenever we got done, like, 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. And that whole hustle of, like, you staying up and also working and then us maybe getting a nap and then working some more and all that jazz. Yeah. We did that for a long time. This also I wanted to note that <laughs> while the struggle of it hurting so bad, but also getting up at three in the morning. Yeah. But yeah, so wanted to note PSX because it just like, uh, not let alone brought up my spirits the terrible week of, but the weekend before, literally day before the appointment with my oncologist. But also during that week, something that really helped um, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. Do you want to? Have a side note about that real quick. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Kind of Funny is a a media, online media company that uh, it's been around for several years now. I introduced you, them to you when I moved in with you. Uh, they make like geek culture videos and video gaming, all that stuff. Uh, and in terms yeah. of me also like quitting my job because of it, and they have a live show or two live shows um, during the week, I ended up yeah, watching that, <laughs> and that was like definitely That's comfort. Like your routine. Felt like I had something to tune into, people to talk to, even though I never said anything in the chat. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It it definitely. I think just the routine of it. And yeah, then just for their, sure. Their humor with everything. Yeah, and then, but yeah, and then sorry with what you're saying with Greg, like uh, not not knowing the details about your diagnosis. Like the only other reference that we were looking at at the time was Greg had just released his five year anniversary for his cancer story Mm -hmm. and then he had also had or he had Hodgkin's lymphoma and then um they just kind of came full circle with us moving out here and being a PlayStation experience and then meeting him the week of your diagnosis and everything and so just knowing that he went through that was like comforting in a way and just of like the right before this big fucking (laughs) storm you know and then seeing someone on the other side and like running his own company with his friends and it being successful and living his life, you know, and this cute porty and living in <laughs> San Francisco, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, um, also why I, I mean, also in terms of recording the struggle, but it's just good to see him out there doing it. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like yeah. the comfort in, the, in that sense? Yeah. It, 
but yeah so he had a video um talking about being five years survivor at a panel and put that video up and it was during the week where knew my diagnosis but didn't know what was gonna happen and that was just also really comforting so going to psx meeting greg hugging him telling him in very very short form what happened and he hugged me he told me i wasn't alone asked what's next um i just feel bad i look in hindsight i just feel bad like (laughs) pouring that on him like you know who am i to just say that but it was like i said very comforting he's a huge guy it was a nice hug (laughs) yeah no i I think he he said the right things and definitely had like an insightful way to look at it It just like because he, he actually like what's what's next and you're just yeah. like very focused on like okay do what you have to do day by day and then you're not alone yeah for sure um and shout out to andy <laughs> yeah met andy <laughs> um met him yeah so that was on the 10th or 9th 10th 11th whatever 11th so like i said the 11th met with my oncologist so diagnosed at stage one, which was good. Um, I had high percentages mm-hmm. going into this. Um, she said I was going to have four to six doses of chemo and then possibly radiation falling. And if you think chemo was not whatever, like radiation was definitely not an option. So that felt heavy, if that makes sense. And um Oh, and then that's when we found out about a port. And I mean, I didn't know about a port prior. And then you said you knew about it because of yeah. Greg talking about it. Mm-hmm. So for those to explain what, what a port is. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, it go, it's under my skin, uh, in my chest area. And it's like triangular shaped with a tube connected to it that goes into like one of the main arteries of our heart so I can get chemo straight to the system. I watched many videos before. I mean, my doctor and everyone around pretty like pretty much suggested it, but I watched it in many videos and just felt better with it. I mean, just thinking that I my veins could collapse like was just like a whole yeah, ordeal. Just and just the videos that I saw, I saw a ve- like a girl like her veins literally did collapse, and then the port surgery went bad, and yada yada yada. And I was just like, just give it to me first. Yeah. And you can see, like, you can see it pushing through your skin. Yeah. Which is like an indent. I, I call it your arc reactor. It's just <laughs> yeah. like an indent, and then you can see the the cord of it going up into your artery. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of funny because um, whenever I was getting anesthesia for my biopsy, to try and help me chill, at, like, the Marvel hype was going on, and I was like, read me about the Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And then we call like this, like, my arc reactor, my port reactor, what? I think like a trailer had just come out or something that week. Yeah. And I was reading like the, the secret Easter eggs. Yeah. So I just, that's a, like a funny moment. Yeah. And then at this point, the swelling is so bad that it's coming down into your collarbone. So like you, you can see your collarbone and everything over on your left side is fine. Right yeah. side, it's just swollen beyond belief. And Not to mention like your jawline is like a feature about myself that I would say I generally like. And <laughs> um, it was just gone on the right side. Mm-hmm. Um or at least on its way there, like I said, over my collarbone, like you start, you can't even see that. I got nervous to push on it because like, I'm not even sure if that was part of the mass or what I think, I think so. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It was weird. Yeah. And then traditionally the port, I guess just goes on the right side, but because of the situation with you, they didn't want to mess with anything over here because we didn't know how far the swelling was going to go down. And just feeling like where this is, like it goes all the way, like on top of my collarbone and a little bit up more. So it just, yeah, they probably don't be able to like wire it through. I don't even, yeah, I don't even think that would have been possible. 
But yeah, so like I said, the PSX 9, 10, 11, 12th, met with my doctor, diagnosed stage one, got all of that news, like not really sure how to take it. I still don't really have <laughs> words for that. Um, I've tried to listen as much as I can, but if you've been there, you know what I'm saying. Um, if you're not there yet, but going to, I would say write stuff down that you want to ask because you're not going to remember at the moment. Yeah. It's a lot to take in, obviously. And find good video games to get lost in. <laughs> For sure. Um, oh, yeah, with the pet scan and everything. Like, Stardew was a game that we found and love that so much. Mm-hmm. I've played Stardew on the Switch every pet scan, let alone the hours of just yeah. feeling like completion, so much pain. And we've played that and just love that game so much. Can't wait for the update. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I remember a lot of the weekends, like after your treatments, we would just chill and play Stardew. Yeah. Stardew Valley on the Switch. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was awkward. I said on the 11th, 12th, I had chemo education. Got this corny-ass packet called Chemotherapy and You. Um, <laughs> and just, like, it went was through everything. General. It was so weird to yeah. read. Some of the stuff was so scary. Some of it was, like, I don't even know. If anyone else have experienced, like, preemptive, like, you put maybe too much thought or because you heard that people experience it, you're more prone to experience it. I'm... I, mean, I feel like that definitely happened to me. Yeah. I mean, at this hey, point. <laughs> elaborate what you mean by that. So they pretty much have to tell you, like, everything that can possibly happen, obviously. Um, but it's not the same for everyone, and um, let alone at what capacity and how much and, and if it happens at all. Mm-hmm. And that's really fucking confusing and doesn't really help. And I feel like then you put thoughts into, like, oh, shit, this is going to happen. Then you maybe try to prepare. I don't know. And I just feel like that possibly made me sick more and continues to play into why I'm sick now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, they definitely, they had said that it's pretty common. Yeah. Definitely. I brought it out to my doctor and she said that that's definitely a thing. Yeah. You just, you mentally are expecting all these things. So you think that like, where is this? And then it tricks you into believing it. Right. Um, and then, yeah. So just one of that told me more um, about my port because I was getting ready for my surgery um, I didn't really know what questions to ask. It's like, you know, am I going to die? Like, what's going on? Like, what does my body go through? Like, you just hear, like, all this stuff, and and now you have to actually have to go through it. Like, it's just hard to comprehend, and, and it's like, how much do you even want to understand, <laughs> you know? Yeah, sometimes ignorance is definitely bliss with that stuff. And, yeah. Um, although this... Yeah, any comments on chemo education or the doctor appointment? The chemo education I thought was pretty useless. Uh, the appointment with your oncologist where she went over everything, I th- I thought that alleviated a lot of the misconceptions we had. True. Because once she explained the science behind all of it and like... Oh, the, yeah. Like you said, like uh, when we went to the body exhibit, which we'll touch upon later, but it, like, it was very methodical of just like, okay, th- this is what your body's going through. We're going to put this in your body that will then speed up its immune system, which will then do this and that. And right. Yeah, so I think the misconceptions, the majority the majority of the misconceptions of the fear of chemotherapy, because uh, a lot of the perceptions that we were receiving from back home and the influences. Oh, that's what I was saying. Like, like I got influenced, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but I was very influenced, and I was scared, like I said, when I brought it up to my ear, nose, and throat doctor. But I feel like... Once we met with the oncologist and then we talked about the chemo with her and, and the plan and what she thought the results were at that moment, I was just like, no, I'm no longer scared, obviously, but it was just like, not scared, got to do this, not going to worry about that right now. Yeah, definitely. I think 
a lot of people look at just a shit. the side effects that you may experience from chemotherapy and they take that as in like, okay, you're killing your body and like to a point, yes, right. you are, but you have to in order to fight this, this cancer. This thing is killing and me. Yeah. So. And so, I mean, I think your oncologist said, some, said something along the lines of like, well, like we just have to fight fire with fire. Mm-hmm. And like, we also know that this isn't good for your body, but you like you said you have to decide okay do i want to live with this working. pain or like i need to fight fire with fire and yeah take care of it yeah my vitamins and turmeric paste and xyz like yeah the pain it was, it was getting scary it <laughs> like, may have it may have been helping but it wasn't a treatment yeah yeah anyway. i definitely don't like it helped for sure i mean I don't know. Maybe it's even more so how I lasted like the eight months till diagnosis and how everything was so into place. But yeah, true. I just, I just wanted to note that like I was very scared and everything. But once I met with my oncologist, there's definitely like a switch, a switch in mentality. So yeah, twelfth chemo education, sixth. Oh, so I wanted to mark down. So the sixteenth, my armpit um was really hurting. December still. Yes, was really hurting. Um. And it was a pea size. So like I said, I was diagnosed at stage one. My pet scan said it was only in my neck. But at this point, it has gone to my armpit, pea size. And I had a pain there before the little pea <laughs> size thing showed up. Um, the 19th, I had the heart scan. That was just like a moment of what the fuck. Like I had to like get my heart scan to see if I was even healthy enough to receive chemo. Yeah, the way they word it, they're like, to see if your heart can handle it. Yeah. And you're just like, well, fuck, what if it can't? Yep. Very next day, I got my port surgery. Um, so, yeah, the very next day, I had my port surgery. Um, it was an outpatient, outpatient surgery, supposedly only 45 minutes. Went well. <laughs> Obviously very scary, but one of the worst things about it was I was very claustrophobic. They had to cover, like, my neck up and like all of my face and then the lady like cut out a hole on the side <laughs> so she could peep in and talk to me to ask me if i'm okay so that was very direct and then waking up i was like crying because it was so overwhelming and that on my face was just very traumatic and they put it's something i definitely remember and sometimes it happens to me when i wake up huh? i was just saying and they put you completely under for this yeah oh yeah. <laughs> yes yeah um, oh, and the one thing that was cool, I wish I had my cell phone, <laughs> was they, let's take, like, I get a picture, I wish I could get it somehow, was my um, x-ray or whatever, so they, so I could, because so, I saw what my port looked like mm-hmm. was as an x-ray, and I just thought that was really neat. Yeah. And then you come out all bionic and a whole new person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, coming home, I mean, in the last, uh, in, in that apartment we were in, there are these three big ass um, <laughs> speed bumps, and just going over it, like coming home from the surgery, and I just literally thought it got ripped out, like out, out of the first bump, and like you're like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I just like I couldn't <laughs> even say anything. I was in such shock from the amount of pain I was in. And but yeah. it was just so weird because it was like three days of the, the, so much pain and then I was okay. It didn't really hurt and then it hurt as just as much as it would now if I like bump it or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you had you had a rough couple three days and then after that it it seemed to be fine. Now we're rolling into Christmas. Uh, my neck. I have notes of my neck being pretty huge. I'm still having terrible headaches. Um, still smoking weed. Sleeping. <laughs> sleeping's a lot less. Yeah, for sure. Pretty much also one of the big reasons I was smoking, trying to help sleep, so much pain. And then I needed it to, like, even eat our Christmas meal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is like depressing but funny at the same time whatever yeah also can i just point out i have this one moment i remember watching like some vice show and it was cancer patients who smoke weed and then there was this one girl who's like are you jealous of me now are you jealous of a person who has cancer now like obviously as a joke but i just like have that flashback that to that memory. moment yeah i remember watching <laughs> years weed. ago yeah watching weed a kid yeah <laughs> yeah uh it's also kind of funny i have like the 26th and the 27th and then also the 31st we went to the movie theaters and the difference movie in movie theaters east coast west coast or at least the one that like i went to closest to my hometown Nah, freaking all, suck all the like, ones on the east coast <laughs> i've been to suck well, yeah comparative but yeah then we had movie pass at the time so we were taking advantage of that and it's heyday every <laughs> single day on uh, releases yeah That's i also great. have notes like on the 27th uh just for perspective still talking december i got my first vape <laughs> Shout out to, uh, the brass knuckles vape pen you got yeah yeah uh, obviously my tolerance was going up and we were trying to find a solution to like help and also be cost effective and got my yeah. vape love it yeah, <laughs> also moved on to the sizzy now but shouts out all right so rolling into uh rolling. january the new year 2018 a do you have resolutions no because i was worried about chemo <laughs> um your resolution was to get cancer's ass yeah for real so, on the 4th, um, I had a doctor appointment. It was pretty much like... Which doctor, please? My oncologist, okay. just to have another rundown. Um, my day for chemo, um, I was told it was going to be like an 8-hour day. I was also told about this at um, chemo education. Like an 8-hour day. Got the packet. Like, it was a pretty thick packet for like each drug I was going to get and everything. Mm-hmm. Very pretty general th- information that... The normal person would not be able to understand. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff's, like, pretty scary to read. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, got pretty much good results. High percentages. Um, seemed pretty good, um, despite what was going on. She believed by the second treatment out of the four to six that it would go 50% down. And then we would handle stuff from there. There would be a PET scan, you know, mm-hmm. and all of that. Um Oh, and then she thought by, like, the third, I would be, like, completely done, and then maybe, like, the fourth or so be cleaning up, depending on how it goes, and then from there, deciding on radiation. Yeah. So, going out of that, feeling pretty good, even though super nervous about chemo. Given the circumstances, overall, it was looking better than what we were fearing. Yeah. (laughs) And then one thing that was really important in in terms of timing and, like, decisions and all of that. Um, is like the night before chemo. So like I said, diagnosed at stage one, only in my neck. That's what showed in the PET scan uh, months be- or weeks beforehand. Going to my armpit, it was like a golf ball was hurting. My back was hurting the way my armpit was. And then I got a tiny bump on the other side of my neck. So like stage three is like spreading, st- like spreading to other body parts and then especially like crossing on the other side. And my, do- and my doctor was just saying, like, it's, like, She'd say aggressive that kind of and growing. Point, yeah, it's yeah. at the tipping point, And, like, this is, like, the time to catch it. Yeah. No, so, I mean, that was scary, scary, but good news. Yeah. And that had happened in a little over a month. That's it. Yeah. And while I was, like, enjoying the holidays. Yeah. Um, yeah, January 8th, I had my first uh, chemo treatment. Um, as soon as I got there, I was told that one of the drugs i thought i was gonna get because of the genetic makeup 
of my tumor, it just, they didn't think it was going to respond. So that was kind of scary walking in, just being like, not going to work for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And they said because of that, it wouldn't, um, the treatment would not be administered to you as long as they expected. Yeah. But we did not expect it to be as quick as it was. Yeah. But also just with that, it was just really hard because uh, I had good percentages, even though it was really scary and everything, yada, yada. And then that happened. It's like, okay, well, how do my numbers change? Mm-hmm. Like, can someone give me that math, you know? Yeah. But obviously I didn't ask whatever. Probably don't want <laughs> Yeah, true. At that point as well. But yeah, I ended up being like under two hours, like I think an hour and a half. So short compared to what I was like thinking and preparing for. Like even like the chemo nurse, like when she like unhooked me and everything, like I felt like I just got, like, the nausea and steroids, and I didn't even get chemo for some reason, like, in that moment, because she was just like, so what are you doing? I was just like, wait, what? Like, yeah. we're done? She's like, like, what are you doing the rest of your day? And you're just like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, that just, like, really threw me off. It's 11 in the morning. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, following that, we left. I didn't know how to feel. I was nervous. There's the, like, when's this shit going to, like, start happening, you mm-hmm. know? We um, regrettably went to Chick-fil-A afterwards. <laughs> Uh, at the moment, it was raining. That was a good omen. Got um, food that thought I loved and mm. ended up throwing it up and just thinking about it now. The image, disgusts me. Um, I was we, going we to the bathroom and then I had to puke start for the TMI, so I went in the bathtub and like, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Tough, you know I'm saying. tough stuff. I know what you're saying. <laughs> so, that's bad news. Good news. Following the next day, I had amazing results. So like I said, compared to the 50% down on the second treatment, it was pretty much like 90% down. Mm -hmm. I know. Even within the first day, like the day of your treatment, I swear I saw a difference from the morning compared to that evening. Yeah, it was so um, crazy. Like it was still like red and purple and whatever, but the change. I mean, I like for weeks, I mean months, I was moving like this. Like, I couldn't turn <laughs> my head. And to be doing that the next day, yeah. wow, that was that was weird. Yeah. Did the pain also significantly go down, or is it just your overall, like, swelling and movement? Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah, I think the pain definitely um, went down, too. There was just so much, like, going on. And it, I think it was, like, very itchy, too, from, like, the skin being stretched and, like, mm-hmm. red and stuff and dry. Um, yeah, I even have on the 10th, like, still looking bruised, but the tumor was 90% down. And at that point, you you stopped marking notes in that little book, right? Um, like yes, <laughs> January okay. 4th, right before chemo. <laughs> I like this booklet. Where'd you get it? Like Ross or Marshalls or something. We'll bring A couple it. bucks. Let's P with the logo. I don't know. It's fancy. I just wrote fuck cancer on the cover. Well, you should <laughs> fill this with something else. Or, like... You should add to it, I mean. I know. With like... I just mm. don't know. And then I have that green one that I want to use. You should just make know? like funny little quotes like what cancer taught me. And okay. just like do funny quotes you think of throughout your oh life. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> what? <laughs> like just put like a meme and it's just when someone is about to say, God gives his strong... And then <laughs> you... Oh shut the fuck up! Oh my God, whatever. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay. Still in January uh, 2018. Parents fly out. 13th through the 19th. Mm-hmm. Overall, very positive. Went to the Getty. A lot of fun stuff. 
general around Carlos Bakery Universal. A little bit of pressure off my shoulders. They also came to my next doctor appointment with me. They got to ask their questions, mm. get to hear things from my doctor. Um, yeah, that was interesting. If you deal with like, exp- I don't know, if you if you went through this from a distance through the people who supported you or whatever, and you try to talk to them, and you felt like they talked over you or like you couldn't fully express. I don't know. Do you get what? How do I say yeah. that? Have them call up your doctor. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Just get them to talk to each other. <laughs> that's how you handle that. But yeah, overall, really fun. Um, I got two my first two wigs in this like time period and got to show them. And yeah, that was. I nice. mean, another huge vital change is you could finally sleep more normally. True. It wasn't true. as back to normal completely, but it was much better than what it was the past month and a half, two months. Like joints to the face, ice pack, like yeah. massage. Mm-hmm. White noise, the office <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so I have, like, my part is spreading and, like, clumps falling out, especially after sleeping. Your um, part as in your hair? Yeah, yeah. It Yeah, it was just, it just looked like it was spreading, like, and how I ended up having, like, the triangle mm-hmm. look and bald spot. Um, the 27th, we went to the body exhibit at the California Science Center. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, you had been to it before years ago, right? Yeah, in Pittsburgh, and I was really excited for us to go and for you to experience it. I was super young and really enjoyed it, which I find it kind of weird because it kind of seems that little kids that are there don't care as much. Yeah, don't really I wouldn't. Get it. I wouldn't say it's geared toward kids. Yeah, for sure. Not. I mean, there's a whole section that you aren't allowed to bring kids <laughs> into. Yeah, um, but it's really neat, and I don't really know how to explain it, but going through everything in the time period and see that it was kind of refreshing i don't know um it like talked about just like the just made it seem like body as a system and like there's just like something i need to take care of and like wash it out i don't yeah. know it just made it very methodical in the fact that like like you said you looked at your body as a system the cancer was an invader in the system you need to purge that system yeah and, and then like, i think that goes back to like what we were saying about like sometimes unfortunately you have to fight fire with fire and yeah yes chemotherapy is bad for your body but the cancer is also it's also bad for cancer so that's that's what we're looking for yeah Yeah. and just in talking about um just like how we've created so many things we're like we're kind of living too long like alzheimer's and different things are popping up higher rates um, Mm -hmm. because we're living way longer than we have before and you know and yeah and just you know, and with like cancer, like I, we don't know where it came from, um, yeah, or where that even like type comes from in general. The only connection is women that we've got so far is women who get breast implants. Like, I fucking lost half my half my boobs when I lost my weight. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah, um, I I don't think those people would make that correlation when you tell them your yeah. diagnosis. But yeah. And then after your parents had left. Oh, um, sorry. What I meant to say with that was it just like the world and like. How do I go? How like we're encouraging like climate change closer and different things. There's so many different causes of cancer, you know, Mm -hmm. and we don't know why. And just like, I don't know. I just it could be so many things. Having to accept the fact that you aren't going to have that answer can also be super hard. Yeah. And other people were trying to find that answer for you. And you're just like, I. I don't care about the source anymore. I just need to take care of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to explain that because I definitely 
I don't know. I feel like other people have experienced that. I definitely mm-hmm. want to put that out there in some way. I just don't know how yet, but yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, once I got to a certain point, I just like, I want to get rid of this thing. I don't care where it came from or mm-hmm. or that. I don't know. I just want rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Following day. Um, like I said earlier, the part was just like really getting worse. And at this point I had like the triangle bald spot and I was like, if I just can't fix it and I don't like, if there's, if there's nothing I can do to make me go satisfied where I could go outside with my natural hair, what's the point? So I was like, let's shave it. Mm. What are your thoughts first? Um, on, on shaving your head? <laughs> yeah. Just that experience. Uh, yeah, th- yeah, that was definitely really hard. Um, one, just being the permanency of it. Yeah. Two, it really setting in. I mean, it already set in, but like even more so setting in like, holy shit, you have cancer. Three, I think just, I, I was worried. I, like I, it was just a shitty place to be in because I knew that you wouldn't feel as attractive anymore, but I didn't want you to think that I looked at you any differently because I didn't. And like, in my mind, you're still like my adorable girlfriend and not like changing in any way with that but i i can't say anything or think of anything that would have made you honestly believe me you know yeah yeah it was <laughs> you cried i did it <laughs> yeah but it was just hard like i just wasn't i don't know i felt like a rock um i thought it was funny i felt aerodynamic yeah you definitely ang jokes you know what i'm saying <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah i'm not sure i just didn't know how to handle it um i think through a lot of it too you were just your way of handling it was kind of just not showing any emotion regarding it because you didn't have time for that yeah and i don't know it's hard i i'm frustrated with my hair i've been frustrated the whole time i looked at it every day um my hair is my security blanket i love doing stuff with it like all crazy colors like blue pink purple Mm-hmm. Um, I first started dyeing my hair like fun colors for breast cancer awareness at back in high school. Um, it's just it's just weird. My last one was green too, and yeah, I just true. loved it so much. <clears throat> and that just like got taken away. Just yeah. I mean, and you were demoralized too because you had just gotten your hair professionally done. Yeah, like two it's months been some before. Or it's been a. It's I literally haven't got my hair professionally done since prom, mm-hmm. and um. A couple months before. It was like it's like literally for nothing. It felt like it wasn't, but like feels like it. Yeah. And that just really sucked. Yeah, I I agree. I'm a Leo. If you know what I'm saying, if that means anything to you, (laughs) like (laughs) I was gonna say, what is that supposed to mean? (laughs) Okay, like Leo, Bane, and then plus like Leo and confidence and okay. Leos care what people think. Like a Leo main directly correlates to a Leo. Just like, or you're just making that like joke. Like a. I, I haven't joke. read as much of the astrology yet. That's why I'm, like, honestly asking. No, I just, like, I don't know. I feel like I've, like, read somewhere, somewhere, or it's, like, one of those, like, fun things they say in it. Mm, okay. <clears throat> but I always, like, relate to it because yeah, yeah. my hair is, like, like important. And I'm a Leo, so I attach I myself to it, you know? Yeah. Huh? Like a cancer with a shell, and I wear Yeah, yeah, like, like your shell. Like, they say, like, you know, not in the stars does it say, like... Yeah, you, you clam wear, up, you but it's like a time. cancer thing as comfort, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah exactly. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so very next day, chemo number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have any major thoughts. Um, more sick, 
and everything, <laughs> but week. it was still, <laughs> but it was still a good experience. Like, cause I got, um, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but I got chemo done, um, at, at the doctor's office. Um, so it was like small. I, I don't ever remember it being filled while I got chemo, while I got my port flushed. Yes. Um, but chemo, no, which I liked very much. So yeah, and then do you have any thoughts about chemo number two or anything? I'm I trying really to find don't. pictures to see like if I remember anything in particular. I could be wrong, but I thought this one you felt the side effects more. I feel like I remember like my gums hurting and my teeth hurting, you know. Yeah, and that at this really point, sucked. Your Taste was buds. Really, it was, was really shot. Dropping. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't remember anything in particular other than just like. Side effects becoming more prominent, and then your appetite dwindling. Yeah. Now I'm and looking. Then oh, we went to the beach afterwards. I was reading Harry Potter with Asami. That was mm, a good experience. Okay, yeah, I, I do see these pictures now. I was exploring more wigs. Um, yeah, you were rocking the wig on the beach. <laughs> oh, oh my god. In the dark days, you just sometimes you need things that just like crack you the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. And on this day, Conor McGregor posted oh, yes. this photo of him <laughs> in the car and says, I'm on top. And I don't remember what the person's comment was, but he replied and goes, Shit, you are right. Now <laughs> zoom into my nuts. And I thought that was the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's too good. <laughs> videos of the office, if that's surprising, and emojis. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, moving into the 31st, rolling out of January with Wavy Wednesday, first one. I found Hell yeah. <laughs> I found Lil Skies like months before through Bad Baby's uh, Snapchat. I think the song Jealousy was playing, and I was like, damn, that's catchy. Looked it up. I found that in Red Roses listened to both like so many times and he finally released was mm-hmm. like releasing more and more music anyway saw him at wavy wednesday which is crazy because of um pink dolphin which was really cool um gone through the back it was like super nerve-wracking for me because i had i wore one of my wigs but it was the middle part which i wasn't comfortable with rocking so i wore the beanie i met your um, boss which was like super nerve-wracking in that moment just in terms of image and identity and self-esteem and confidence <laughs> and we were just in this alleyway by the store yeah no you got to meet a lot of people um, we no jumper vlog shout out we, i was all there for like a hot second oh yeah that i remember that too <laughs> like two of them um but yeah got to see them met landon cube that was cool yeah landon and suey were with oh him. yeah yeah didn't me too but he was watching. <laughs> but yeah that was super cool but yeah i just wanted to note that with that experience of that coming full circle and just to end my shitty week. <laughs> but the bar exhibit was cool, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then rolling into February. Um, the first, I got the gray wig from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I could try out a cheap one. I did all the, I bought wigs from Amazon, and are they cheap or, ter- or are they terrible? Or yeah. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm, I'm very surprised that none of the wigs you got just turned out terrible. Cause, Thank you. Like I, I said, some that. of the websites are just so sketch. I feel up and down <laughs> all the time about them, but yeah, overall, I'm like... You've had pretty good luck. I've rocked them all. I felt good, like, I mean, minus the one blue one, like, I felt good with them all, you know? Mm-hmm. Or at least I got a good selfie, and I was like, 
Yeah. I have a good velvet right also, now. Also, just side note <laughs> that I think we should bring up, and what? just a cute moment. You, you explained to your cousin what's going on, and you said I had to cut all my hair off. And her response is, is it cool or no cool? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I saw a screenshot. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. So your little cousin, she didn't care. She just asked, is it cool or no cool? That's yeah, all. She was nine at the time. <laughs> she was 10. Yeah, that's hilarious. I was just like, um, when she saw me on FaceTime, she had like kind of a shocked face. Mm-hmm. Had to get over that. Oh, it kind of hurt my feelings, but... <laughs> But but yeah, that was cute. Um, so yeah. Um pretty much I have after that is the sixteenth I got the PET scan after my second treatment, like I said. So pretty crazy. Thinking four to six treatments and then radiation and then ended up after the second one, my PET scan results were almost in the clear. My last two were just to like clear everything up and then I ended up not needing radiation, which is awesome obviously um any thoughts about chemo number three before i get into the details no i think overall it was just at that point you were kind of on cruise control you knew what to expect and then yeah until they um flipped it upside down and the supplier they supplier the the supplier didn't have the drugs anymore Mm. um or at least in that time frame and they were like so we're gonna have to send you to somewhere else whatever the fuck that meant and then on top of i got my chemo every monday and because it was president's day they aren't open then like the hospital's um place for cancer patients where they give chemo it's like cancer takes no days off, but okay. Um, so I had to also get on Tuesday. So that was just like yeah, that throwing off my structure. Day could completely throw that off. Yeah. On top of like the original <clears throat> place not having my drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just really weird. On top of those around the time, like aftermath of like the hurricanes and stuff. And I read like, so there's some tweet and it was like Pitbull has been, has his own plane flying people to get, people out of puerto rico so they can get their cancer treatments and i was like damn like yeah, that's crazy. a position to be yeah in. that was like right after texas had gone hit and then puerto rico mm-hmm. as well uh yeah and we just it's it's weird because you don't even like consider that being uh something that would influence you getting your saline and drugs for chemotherapy yeah and yeah i, I meant you were on cruise control for the most part purely with the symptom side effects and mm-hmm. all that like, you knew what to expect in terms of, like, it was going to be just more of a sucky suck. It just, like, felt <laughs> worse. Suckiness, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing was I met a nurse manager, and um, she just talked what, to me about different stuff. What is a nurse I don't manager? Um, but she went through different things, and it was kind of scary how foods that I, not all of them, but some of them I have been eating, and she was just like, you need to stay away from and I guess I mean when Which I brought it up to my chemo for nurse, me that no one like I it just was weird that you hadn't heard this from anyone else beforehand and if it was that big of a deal I feel like they should have told you. I mean I brought it up to my chemo nurse and she just said like because my levels didn't like Drop reach a certain point, point like they didn't or it's I don't know she no. just made, made maybe seem, because you were so young and healthy otherwise maybe that had to yeah. do with it. is that so I um, respectively <laughs> um but yeah. And then the other comment she was made was like, um, she was like, oh, I gotta, I also gotta tell you to make sure you shower every day. You think you wouldn't have to tell people, but like I do, ha ha ha. And I was just like, 
you know, like, especially when I couldn't freaking move my head and let alone my whole body felt like shit, like tumor. Like there were days like I didn't want to shower, like, or get, or could get up to like, yeah. It's like, um, okay. <laughs> kind of took offense, but whatever. Um, uh, but moving through here, 24th, February still, we went to Universal uh, Lunar Festival and it had to do with like Kung Fu Panda <clears throat> and yeah, everything. That awesome. Yeah, that was amazing, beautiful. Um, we went to take uh, awesome pics throughout the park and everything and the, festi- the festival was so beautiful. Um, also, in this time period, I wanted to mark because uh, going in the crowd and everything, I needed a face mask, but I didn't want like a boring hospital one. And then you got me like two of them from Pink Dolphin and like King Boo, and they're like so much cooler, yeah, obviously. They look, they look awesome compared to the hospital and, scrub ones. Yeah, and I was so nervous wearing them, and ended up being like two boys like love my monster mask, so it I ended up feeling good about it. So. Yeah, the one kid was like, "Dad, look at her monster mask. That's <laughs> awesome." Yeah, so I was like super nervous about that, but that ended up like being a positive thing. Got cool pics out of it, and mm-hmm. um, wrote on the uh, like cherry blossom tree, like where you write your little wish. You know, yeah, I had that moment. Yeah, what a just ups and downs, ups yeah. and downs. I miss Butter Kung Fu beer. Panda like characters teach or taught teached whew, taught the little kids um, karate karate moves. It was so cute. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts on that? Uh, no. I, I miss Butterbeer. Go back <laughs> to Universal soon. Okay. True. Uh, moving into March. Eight, oh, so I have on the 8th, I got my first, like, natural-looking wig. More human hair uh, in it compared to the synthetic one, so I could, like, style it and stuff. Just, like, kind of weird, but very thankful for it. It's, like, a lace front, if you know what that means, <laughs> uh, which is, like, hard. I just spent countless of hours looking through YouTube videos. Actually, not countless. I got very frustrated at times. <laughs> and so, like uh, like I said, March, 13, March 13th, I had chemo number 4. Um, I don't know why, but I just like always had this desire to want to have like an Adidas tracksuit, <laughs> like even senior year of volleyball. I want us to have matching tracksuits as like our warm ups. I don't know. Just was a desire. I thought it looked cool. Um, and like wanted it for chemo <laughs> and stuff. So the last one I got the like black and white, you know, mm-hmm. um, you got me the tracksuit and wore it to my last one. Uh, which was insanely hard to find <laughs> yeah that was like a whole mission especially them. one that fit um but yeah that chemo also pretty sure um i feel kind of left out i thought there, like i saw that there was like a bell like after the fact I'm like damn i didn't ring no damn bell um but i had my chemo nurse she said she's really proud of me it was like a whole moment mm-hmm. it made a little um, rocky sequence for you yeah <laughs> i walked out to rocky music put my hands up you know it was the whole thing. Um, any other comments like you have before? Um, no, but like right after that, yeah. I blew our tires on the highway, and that was the most stressful night. Ooh, and we yeah. were out until like Stress. two in the morning figuring that out, and then fighting with tow trucks. Yeah, for real. But on that note, okay. Um, the twenty second, I met with my oncologist again. Just kind of like um. Just like a check-in after all your treatments, right? Post-chemo type of thing. And it was very intimidating because um, I still feel the same one, same way now as in, like, what now? Like, what is going off my body? Like, is it okay? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened, you know? Mm. But I just didn't know how to ask in what forms. Um, 
but pretty much asking, you know, like tattoos or like, I was like, I'm turning 21. Like, can yeah. I drink or like, well, I get definitely sick. Like I'm so scared, you know, with exercise, like food how do trucks, I buffets. I don't know. Yeah. How, like how hard can I push myself in exercising? Or? And it was pretty much like the three weeks like that. I would wait to get another chemo treatment. Then I would be okay to do like the regular things per se. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So in celebration of that ending, went to IHOP and like, that was kind of the thing. Got my signature item that I ordered, which was the soft red shows. Uh, yeah. yeah, and your, your appetite was still not perfect, but I feel like it was getting slightly better. Yeah, it was like it was just like more like socially or like I say so- socially, but it's just you and I. But like I don't know. So if you're eating with me, <laughs> just like certain things like help me, like you know, in celebration, like going to have like. Mm. I mean, it was like very overwhelming, and I did eat all of it, but like it helped yeah. me. When that's your objective. Yeah, I don't know. Just like even more so now, people like piss me off, and then I get really upset, and then I can't eat for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Eat Do for you me. relate? <laughs> I can't eat for a week. Give me a thumbs up. I can't relate. Um, oh my god. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Right, rolling right into April. Um, well, March 31st, we saw dolphins at um, Malibu, Malibu. That was amazing. So we went to see like what spots we could go to. Also, in future reference, didn't find any. But I was like, I'm not leaving without something special. So we pulled over. And just at the perfect time, we found like four pods of dolphins. And yeah, it was, was amazing. Awesome. We, just ate, we just finished whatever food we had. And just yeah. These dolphins. Yeah, first time seeing dolphins on the West Coast. Oh, I think I think March 31st was also one of the first times we went to Phil's Coffee. Ooh, that's very special. I think, because I have pictures of the entryway, and I think Look that the was the first you know day. Yeah, March 31st. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>. Nice. <coughs> so many ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, that was a great day. And just all the stuff that we saw driving past. Um, here we go. Oh, yeah, so April. So 19th through the 25th, um other video i have on our youtube is me going home and surprising my parents um overall great experience seeing my family and i don't know just reconnecting with them i guess um because i because of pa laws and i wasn't able to supply i wasn't able to eat and i dropped to my <laughs> so lowest weight your of my 90, marijuana laws. Um, 97 pounds yeah, that was a really scary week just because your appetite was non-existent and without the wonderful herb of marijuana, you just couldn't get hungry. So fuck your anti-marijuana <laughs> laws. Just even more of like my bones fucking out and just being scared and just like my ro- my ratio of food consumption to activities, which even though it wasn't much because there's not much to do on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. At least back home where I was like, oh man. But also in that time period, on a positive note, my little nephew shaved his head, and then we were bald besties. I wouldn't let you shave his head. Oh, my nephew was the only one that shaved his head with me, and it was a cute little thing, and yeah. Yeah, I I was going to. Well, I never really noted this whole time that really my parents, my sister, and then you, and like a few select others, knew of my cancer mm-hmm. and like you none of my other family friends, or... friends social media at all so i feel like i should drop that at some point <laughs> yeah oh and then once i flew back we went to an awesome 
a music festival. Mm-hmm. Smokers Club in Long Beach. Yeah. That was fun. Got to see a lot of people. Yeah, that was amazing. Troy Mafia is a fucking... Ty Dolla Sign. Will Skies again. I just see again. Troy Mafia again. That shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. I need to see them perform bands. <laughs> uh, roll it right into May. So like I just mentioned, didn't really tell a lot of people. But on May 6th, I dropped the video that's on my YouTube. Just kind of going over what a general idea of what happened um trying to make sense of it ourselves really we literally made it in a day because i've just been procrastinating it because well no we if you've like we edit it in a day but we've filmed it through the whole process yeah yeah, that's right yeah Yeah. and we'll we'll put a link for that in the appropriate places that was just hard to face uh if you're going through it or went through it if you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. (laughs) um also, just in perspective, on the 26th, uh, my pretty much family dog that I grew up with passed away of also speculated cancer. Um, yeah, what the hell? Parents just, like, said that she's a Heinz 57, didn't really take her to the vet anymore after so many years, and then since she was old, they didn't want to do a bunch of tests. I mean, they did a few, and there was, like, masses in her stomach, and they were, so like I said, I was just pretty sure it was cancer, and it was just, like, another fuck you. From the universe, it felt like, and that was really hard to deal with. I felt like I already mourned her when we were moving, and I said goodbye, and mm-hmm. I felt really good about seeing her flying back. I honestly feel like I really needed to see her. <laughs> yeah, true. You know? No, I think that was definitely important. So that was really hard, still is. Um, but yeah, just a perspective of that. And then later, just... Uh, do you Actually, do you have anything else to say about May? I don't have tons of notes here. As I know, I'm looking summer. through my photos right now. Just struggling, y'all. Struggling. Mm. Appetite sucks, but then next thing I know, I'm downing a whole thing of fries. Yeah, I think that was Having just a, a good weird day, transition Then all of a sudden, I violently puke, you know? Yeah, there's just a weird transition of, like, you being done and, like, everything should be getting better, but it wasn't in a lot of ways. A whole sack of personal shit, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True, true. Do you relate? Um, Can you give me a thumbs up if you've been through a whole sack of personal shit? Yeah, for Leave real. me a comment if you've been through a whole sack of personal shit during your cancer treatment and recovery. I got really sunburnt in April. True, mm. true. But going outside was positive. Let's see. Wait, you said May, right? Oh, my God. The May. April 30th. It's going to be May. <laughs> no, April 30th, the sync thing. You're right. You're right. That's what I mean. It's going to... Oh, okay. gosh. Okay. <coughs> Breathe. It's going to be May. Um, NSYNC, 20th anniversary, despite the fatigue, despite the boning, despite the muscles burning, <laughs> this bitch stood in line for five hours. And, and her boyfriend, that's so lovely. Stood in line for five hours <laughs> for the NSYNC, NSYNC it's experience. Um, it was amazing. Totally worth it. Um, so many ups and downs. And I was like so excited because they were supposed to get their star. Whenever I read about that, I was like... Everything is coming together. <laughs> um, and then I reading survived like cancer <laughs> to be in this sync themed room. Well, yeah. And then right after, um, or I think it was during treatment, they announced that the ceremony. No, 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 no. Right before going into chemo, I read another article that like in the next year, it was like early next year, which would be this year. They're going to get their star. There's going to be a ceremony. And then not like a performance, but some type of, some type of thing is like going to go on. But I think they did end up performing in some way or Justin had a concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, so got hell excited about that because, you know, 
so it was just like this is so bad to be like what the fuck then bee cancer and then i got like the exact details and it, like i said it was a 20th anniversary pop-up um whole thing i didn't get to see like the actual star like ceremony i watched some of it live um but we went and it was amazing yeah. i got a crop hoodie and some pins super cute yeah, that's pretty cool. I got the blanket. You know what I'm saying? First concert I ever been to in sync, Britney Spears, Hershey Park. Fucking get at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lance was my man. So moving into June. Um, oh wait, in May, God of War came out. Oh, great, great beat time that period. Game, beat that game. Um, so many ups and downs. Also, <laughs> so many ups and downs. So Personal ups shit and downs. thrown at us, just dodging. You know what I'm saying? Just swerving left and right. That's all we do. That's all we do out here. We just manage day June day. 24th, we lost our sweet and beautiful baby girl, Khaleesi. Oh, that was June. Another stab to the heart. Uh, you know, I'm seeing a lot of bitch-assness in my camera roll. <laughs> I don't like it. I need to do a clean. <sighs> um, June 29th, um, I had my first vitamin drip IV. Wait, where, dude? Yeah, yeah, true. Thoughts? Uh, Orange County Housewives is real. We walked in there, <laughs> and I kid you not, every single woman was like, hey, what do you usually get? Oh, the thing that Whatever makes me I skinny. Whatever I can to get skinny. <laughs> and then she's like, wait, didn't you already get this twice this week? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm just like, what the fuck And then, like, the, the trucker, like, like, whatever hats with, oh, like, yeah, bedazzle. everywhere. And they, like, all four women, I think I tweeted this at the time, all four women in the room looked like the, like, if you took an NPC in a game and just copy and pasted it over and over again. Like, they looked the same fucking person. Because they're getting the same IV every chill, single day. Holy, chill. I, it was just eye-opening. I was like, holy shit, Orange County Wives is r- real. July 22nd, we moved or started. Oh, my God. I don't remember any of this. My body. Or like, I do, but, like, this is just so much for me to process. My body. We were not ready for that. That hurt so much. Because, again, we moved by ourselves. We didn't hire anyone. No one so came gone. out by ourselves. Like, four, four Jeep runs and then a van a, a u-haul van and then like miscellaneous stuff for a week by like just coming out of like chemo you know what i'm saying my body fucking hurts still and then we did all that shit and all the carrying and but like i just wanted to get it over with and i powered through and then i fucking ate it at night and my body was like screaming for help but the next day we needed to get it done i don't know yeah i definitely feel like i hindered my healing process by doing all of that no that definitely we were both really dumb. fucked myself but you know what it'd be like that i can't sometimes. imagine what you were feeling because i was fucking wiped for like two weeks after that just in shock i don't know like mm. just that's what i mean like another thing like, i don't know how to process mm. um oh girl um so you're still in july july we could go into august which would be my next pet scan the 14th um skin anxiety if you know what the fuck i'm saying can you <laughs> leave it in the comments um <laughs> and then also just we got a whole sack of personal shit specifically on that day which makes it even harder um also just for perspective i don't know how much i want to go into like symptoms and stuff because it's not so much what this one is about i guess i guess a little bit but I just like shake a lot, especially when I'm upset and like to get, uh, you know, you got to get the radiation like, in, or not the radiation, but like, you know, the mix like through the needle and stuff. You got to drink the stuff 
and I just, I wanted to puke, you know, especially when I'm upset, like everything's repulsive, especially that drink, <laughs> you know, it's not the best tasting. And then you get that. And then I had to get this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, played more Stardew Valley. So have you been through some personal shit? Let me, <laughs> what? Played more Stardew Valley. Right? Yeah. Again, brought the, brought the Stardew, brought the Stardew, <laughs> planted some crops and shit. Um, I got another IV done this month. Like vitamin IV, I got the same thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, so what was the date of your last vet scan? I missed that. August 14th. August 14th. Okay. And my next uh, doctor appointment is November 4th. And I'm really fucking nervous. For what? The doctor appointment? Mm-hmm. Why? Just don't know what to say. Just like, you know how like that whole like, you, you just want to avoid people so they don't ask you how you're doing? Yeah. You need like a therapy session instead of a... Um, exactly. It's so much as intertwined with personal shit, but like I don't want to be like exactly treating her like a therapist. Yeah. Wait, what was the date again? August what? 14. So it was after Levi and Brittany left. Yeah. Oh. I got you now. Any thoughts so far? Uh, no. I mean... No? I'm saying like to add to this, not yet. Or are you done? I don't um, I don't really know. I just was seeing was gonna go off what you had to say. No, oh, sorry. I'm talking this whole time. Yeah, sorry. I'm just I'm just checking pictures and listening. Um, okay, well, what's your turn? I think about? okay. Uh, a couple questions I want to ask you. Um, Ooh. One, if you could go back and tell Emily in early 2017 before May. If you could tell her one one thing, what would it be? Bitch. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's what you would say? Yeah. Okay. Um. Next question. Eat all the fries. If <laughs> Eat all the fries. Just Don't load feel up bad. on fries every single night. Mm-hmm. Rest, bitch. Don't feel bad. Okay. Would you say that during this whole process, you felt more or less alone after treatments were all done and you had watched videos and, like, seen other things online. Like, did that honestly help you or was it just, like, a, this relatability during it? Or does it still um, help you afterwards? It definitely helped, but then it also, like, adds more things, you know? Like, I found, like, comfort in some things on the video, but then they went through a couple other things that I didn't even know about. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, like, also kind of hard. Okay. So you're like, oh, that could happen, too? Like, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> gotcha. Or certain things like that. Okay. And third question. What would be three things that you would take with you to chemotherapy every single time Ooh. um there's just a lot of just first of all just in general a lot everything for comfort like chapstick make sure like a jacket everything with temperature okay so, uh, so lotion three, like three singular items what are your three items <sighs> i don't know something to do but mine personally would be the switch okay keep going keep going um Hmm. Ooh, a drink. And then I'm like, some snacks. Unless I can put them well, together. Food, food can be combined. Okay. Um, 
another person. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, I definitely would say don't go alone if that's an option. A last one. I don't know. What else did I bring? I can't. Unless I do like another thing to do. Like multiplayer games on I the iPad was brought, fun. You brought books, I guess, if you would consider those. Definitely listen to music. I want to make a playlist. Or music, yeah, that's a good one. I want to make a playlist of like music I listen to during chemo sometimes. Yeah, that'd be a good one to share. When your mom tells you to listen to Reiki music and then you're actually like Rick Flair drip. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Give me that you gotta up. have a different vibe. Little Hip hop saved your life. Rap loving so the bummies. That's, that's a great transition into my next question. So marijuana and cancer give me your general summary of the experience and Mother, you know, the, um, the nature's gift to us um <laughs> i'm very thankful um like i said i didn't take as many steroids as i should have and didn't find out until after all the treatments were completed or not not that i found out then but like pretty much didn't realize fully like what happened mm -hmm. or like what should have happened until after the fact and like talked to my doctor and i was like okay yeah um i didn't in the beginning for pain and like before chemo and stuff i took tylenol and sometimes ibuprofen and a couple of times motrin i just felt super shitty about it i don't want to take those anyway i don't have any very strong opinions about it but i just don't want to for personal reasons you know and I didn't want to end up taking one like every night or something like that. And you know what? Judge me if I'd rather smoke a joint every day compared to taking a Tylenol every day or or just whatever. Some, some type of prescription. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Okay. On top of I didn't have to take any pain pills. I did have nausea pills, but I didn't. I do not think they made any difference in the time period that I, I took. Or if them they did, you had to take several of them, and you had because no, I only took uh three of them. Oh no no I mean. Whenever the doctors were or the pharmacist was explaining the nausea pills, oh, it was just pretty like, much like take another yeah, one, yeah, it was like take not, another one, yeah, until you feel it. And it's just like, wait, I'm gonna take twenty of these then. Not to mention, like, then you gotta wait a certain period. Like, I would like results ASAP. Yeah, exactly. Um, and not to mention, like, you know, one pill for nausea, one pill for this, and one pill for that, and and the price of everything, and um, and then with marijuana, it was like how we eat. Uh, stress, anxiety, sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, and you could get edibles. You could get tinctures. You could use different Yeah, really thankful for the things. options from coming out here. Feels corny and seems like we came out here for it, but like not at all. Yeah, not even that was thought. all just coincidental. I'm just so thankful. Yeah. And I um next question regarding that, like did you ever feel, I don't think you did, but did you ever feel guilty about like, did you ever feel guilty in the fact that, like, you thought you were becoming reliant on marijuana or no? It was always, like, like um, you're saying, you were just like, well, I don't want to take all these pills, so this is a better alternative. I'd be lying if I said I never felt that or, or thought that before. Mm -hmm. But it's just, you know, what I say now. It's just like, oh, I'm hurting my lungs. Yeah, well, I had a big-ass tumor. You know. Yeah, you have to weigh the pros and cons. I don't think you were relying on it. I was just asking, like, and I just like would, guilty, and yeah. you know, like, not trying to be like rude. I think I'd rather be relying on this than like other drugs, yeah. you know, no, for sure, or whatever other or or pills. Like, you know, I just be thinking like I have, 
I have been using this to help before, during, and now. And just think about like before, like ibuprofen and all that. That wasn't. That was becoming not enough, you know. Yeah. And I don't want to be taking maximum capacity when my body's already like fucked up, you know. Yeah. And um. Damn it! I forgot what my final thought with that was. Oh it oh yeah and then during okay so then I get the pills because I'm in contact or I have like my doctor and it's like post it's like do I mm-hmm. want to be taking like pain pills like for this you know or like or I have brought up like my bone pain she said it could be possibly arthritis and like that was kind of it but I don't want to take <laughs> any like pills I don't know I'm just yeah no nah, I mean it's a very complex topic but I think overall this just really opened up our eyes to a whole other side of the argument of legalization and we directly saw the benefits of it um yeah and i think uh and like yeah i'm struggling and shit so sucks but i'd rather deal with this and and mm. manage it um and manage it with weed and or whatever the tincture or just cbd you know even that has help with stuff so yeah it definitely really opened up our eyes to that whole other side of the argument and seeing direct results i I think also my biggest things were the appetite and just your general well-being still to this day (laughs) yeah and i think um we should definitely i mean it sucks with my tolerance going up but (laughs) yeah you're a young young wiz khalifa but um (laughs) no i I think it this really showed that you got to approach this with an open mind because you just never know. Like, I, I just, I hate seeing, like, the stories of, like, uh, kids with cancer and, like, really bad cases and their parents are struggling to get them help. And, mm-hmm. But then, like, the pharmaceutical, co- pharmaceutical companies and all of that, that whole controversy. But it's just, it's it sucks to see, like, I mean, you saw it for a week in Pennsylvania when you went back. But, like, I just can't imagine being a parent and, like, not mm-hmm. being able to help your kid. But, you know, there's an option. Yeah. Um, and just knowing that, that that wouldn't have been an option if we stayed yeah exactly okay well one other question last question do you regret not telling a lot of people until after all this had gone and been a thing or do you not regret that i mean it feels weird because i don't post on facebook where a lot of the family and friends are whatever Mm -hmm. aside from social media people more like our peers or at least were um I've I don't know I feel like I should have like I kind of feel bad but also like I just I mean it happened for a reason everything happened so fast or just like going through stuff I still I don't I don't know I mean you don't come to terms with it really fully but it just it just like I said it just happened so fast and you know looking at the amount of people that talk to me now what's the difference yeah okay <laughs> unfortunately no, I, I I think um you relate can you give me a comment yeah i mean my commentary regarding that is just if you're if you're someone else that's going through something like this i i don't think you should feel selfish or feel bad for wanting to be selfish and kind of like isolating yourself or wanting to not fill everybody in on things that right now you're just trying to get through because so many times i feel like it was so hard to balance the line between like yes your life is being completely turned upside down with this cancer, but you also are still trying to live a life while going through this. And it's just hard when you have so many other people involved and 
all they want to talk about is your cancer. Yeah. And that just becomes overwhelming. So I, I think one important pull away from that is like, don't feel guilty for being selfish in that sense because like you, you don't owe anybody an explanation for some of the things you're doing when you're just trying to survive day to day life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, uh, my closing remarks too is I, I, the hardest week, the hardest time period was definitely the time period between getting the initial diagnosis and sitting in the the room with the ear, nose, and throat doctor saying we have bad news, and then not knowing what to expect and waiting to meet with your doctor, the oncologist, and just everything being, it, it just sucks because like now looking back on it like at, at, like it's just like a joke like well at least you don't have cancer well at least you don't have this and it's just like now that's or that's the cancer of this that's the cancer of that yeah and now you just look at it completely different and so do i because it's of it. like don't let this get to you or blah blah, blah. it's like or what bitch <laughs> say it say it to me <laughs> say it say it with your chest yeah i mean hopefully this was relatable for some people and Otherwise, hopefully this was like an insightful look into an experience that really I hope no one else has to go through. Yeah, for real. If you have questions, I'd also love to answer as a lymphomy or as a significant other and supportive homie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, and we should definitely do, we'll, we'll record one later where it's just like a, a Q&A type style where you and I ask each other questions and like, like you said, what it's like dating someone with cancer and post-cancer and all that stuff um just because it's interesting depending on the the way you angle it yeah <clears throat> and if you had support i feel and like then it dropped i'm with you if you didn't <laughs> have support still don't got support i'm with you yeah um yeah and I, I think i i feel like looking back on all the pictures and reflecting on all of this and like going through all this in detail for the first time since ever like I just I'm exhausted. <laughs> like I feel like we've learned lived so many lifetimes and also just really shows that like it's okay to take a break and I mean, like as cliche it is, but like self care is so important. I've always felt old. And then and then moving on, we've always like we felt like we haven't really related to a lot of people and then moving out and then moving here and then cancer on top of that it's like holy shit mm-hmm. <laughs> um really put me in a box here um <laughs> you know yeah no I, I agree but yeah for sure definitely thousand lives went so fast so much happened but some stuff also went so slow um i'm still working on things still figuring stuff out um i don't know yeah it's hard. i mean on uh, and with what you're saying of still figuring things out, I don't think you're ever, don't don't ever think that like you're just gonna one day like wake up and, and like you got your message and you learned your lessons and now everything's behind you. I don't like, like the lessons. Sometimes I've it just sucks. Waiting. Yeah, sometimes it just sucks and it's gonna continue to suck. But you just need to find out what your ways of managing it are, and take yeah. that day to day. It was very reassuring, but I was like telling some of my problems to the chemo nurse because. At least somebody's listening out there, you know? And she was like, what's wrong? You could tell and stuff. <laughs> and I was just expressing to her that just like, I, I just feel like it doesn't, I mean, obviously things get better, but I just feel like it doesn't get better in a sense of things getting back go back to, to normal, normal yeah. or just whatever. Like you're a new person. It's a new way of life. It's life altering. You got to figure a lot more shit out. You got to learn how to manage. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Like that's why I said I made the, 
comment. It's just like, I don't know how to find, like, people are like, help you find your light and the positive and God will help you, all this stuff. But I just feel like, I don't know. I want to help people well, out finding ways to manage. Yeah, and you I realize, too, that there doesn't need to be that light. It, like, there doesn't need to be that message that you find. There doesn't need to be a resolution Or sometimes you it. waste so much time feeling bad that you're not there. Yeah. And where you could just be figuring out how to manage and make things better. Mm. Or get... Try to find things that will higher your quality of life because it got lowered through this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I'm I'm trying to take this as a lesson to for myself to just live more in the now and not worry about so many factors that I can't control because so many of these situations we lost control of things and it just makes you appreciate the things you do have control of even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good place to stop. If you're still listening, thank you. Uh, tune in to the next episode. It'll be another topic of miscellaneous variety. What else? Um, hopefully going to like the light up like lantern night for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Oh yeah. So and then also That's with the November, milestones right? coming up, milestones come more important, corny shit. But yeah, I think that'll be a coming together moment i don't know mm-hmm. excited yeah no and, and uh also just bitch. on another sad topic uh the recent shooting in pittsburgh with the synagogue yeah. uh, obviously we're from that area it just sucks it's disgusting that someone would do that and i just want to like say sorry to all the families that lost their their loved ones yeah for sure you're wearing the Kennywood hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just drove past it many times. I've commented on it. Yeah, we um, lived right down the road from there. And, and then the, like, the active shooter on like, Shady and Wilkins. Mm-hmm. We've used that to get to our apartment multiple times. Yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> All right. Well, <laughs> leaving on that note, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for giving us your attention with this busy life that everyone lives. If you, uh, Thanks, little homies, and all the other supportive, yeah, supportive homies. homies. If you liked this, subscribe, like, comment, share, do all of the above, smash that like button, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> pull up, pull up. And we'll be on the next episode. <laughs> Peace. Our camera keeps dying, and I want to scream. Peace. Peace.